For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Didici. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we've got a comment from a Divest Princeton co-coordinator and a university spokesperson on the divestment update at Monday's CPUC meeting. It's Wednesday, March 23rd. Yesterday, we updated you on the meeting of the Council of the Princeton University Community, or CPUC, where there was new discussion of divestment from the fossil fuel industry. There, the Council began outlining a plan to dissociate from companies whose operation they judged to be sufficiently out of alignment with university values. With specific criteria to be announced by the end of the academic year, this process will review the university's investments in the fossil fuel industry, which total approximately $1.7 billion. Senior Hannah Reynolds, co-coordinator of Divest Princeton, spoke to Daybreak about the meeting. I think it felt less like a commitment than a kind of an update, I guess. But something that was really great to see was that there was the most detail of like at at any point in the process that we've seen um, with respect to like what the university currently holds with respect to fossil fuel funding. Um, and and investments. So it had very like detailed like analysis of how much money we've received for like research and how much money we have invested in the fossil fuel industry. That was really great to see because we haven't, we've been asking for those kind of details for a long time and haven't gotten that until now. Reynolds noted that in the meeting, she felt that the timeline of the university's plan to dissociate from the fossil fuel industry was not clearly defined. At this point, they said that it will probably extend beyond the May uh, CPUC meeting. So there's still a lack of timelines uh, that are clearly being put forward. At the meeting, University Vice President Hillary Parker said, quote, I doubt that we'll have completed all of our work by the May CPUC meeting. However, University Deputy Spokesperson Michael Hotchkiss referred the prince to another statement that Parker made at the same meeting, that having a set of criteria for dissociation and a plan for implementing them is still the goal for the end of the academic year. We'll keep you posted as the story continues to unfold. In national news, in the southern United States, tornadoes that began on Monday continued to cause widespread damage yesterday. Texas has been the most severely affected state so far, with five people injured and dozens of homes destroyed. Governor Greg Abbott has declared localized states of emergency in several counties. As the storm moves east, there's a risk, albeit a decreasing one, of continued dangerous weather in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. And on Monday, two governors used their veto power to block potential bans on transgender participation in sports in Indiana and Utah amid an ongoing national debate. Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb said in a statement that he was unconvinced the issue poses a significant problem in state schools and also expressed doubts as to the logistics of enforcement. Utah Governor Spencer Cox cited the importance of kindness and compassion in such cases. These decisions come after much pushback from rights groups and other members of the public in response to these potential bans. The Indiana ACLU praised thousands of demonstrators who had protested the bill at the Indiana State House before it was vetoed there. Today on campus, expect cloudy skies with highs in the 50s. If you're venturing out later in the day, don't forget an umbrella. We should be getting some showers starting in the early evening. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Theo Wells-Spackman and Hope Perry, sound engineered by Hope Perry, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Tredici. Have a wonderful day.